Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Awesome. So good. We are so excited. Yeah, give the guys a hand. <clears throat> Thank you, Fal and Michael, for sharing with that. And we're so excited for Alpha, uh, for all the ways you can get involved in uh, learning more about who you are uh, and what God has got predestined uh, for your life as well. Uh, so great to be here. I extend my welcome. If you are here for the first time or visiting here, us at Metro Church, it's definitely great to have you with us. And uh, we hope you enjoy uh, not just church, but all the community connection that's going to happen after at our car park carnival as well, which is really, really cool. Uh, Liz mentioned on the church news video that we've just come off the back of orientation week across uh, all the university residences and our team's have almost got to 106 events uh, across that time as well. And so that's been absolutely amazing. And I guess if I had to describe uh, O-Week in two words, uh, I would say this. I would say it was healthy and peaceful. Um, even though there was lots going on and obviously 106 events working with 15 teams across uh, 17 residences plus the five university campuses as well, there was just a real peace uh, about our whole team with how everything went on, even the events that we got to go to and be a part of as well. There was just a real peace that remained at those events. And so I want to say a massive thank you to the whole team uh, who was involved in Orientation Week. Obviously, Alex leading from the front as well, which was awesome and did a great job. And then Tom and the team here at Metro Church as well absolutely crushed it. So give these guys and the whole team a massive round of applause. For me, there was a couple of times during the week where I'm like, can someone please give me something to do? Because um, if I don't have something to do, then I'll make work for myself. And that normally involves making work for other people. Um, and you won't like that very much. So keep me busy. So it was uh, such a great uh, time at all those different things. And also just knowing that our teams were in the right place at the right time uh, across all those uh, opportunities uh, as well, which was really, really awesome. So a massive thank you to everyone. As Michael said, my name's Hayden. I have the privilege of being part of the team here at Metro Church, but also leading Red Frogs uh, for Western Australia. And we're having a great time, not just at universities. Uh, we really kicked off stuff uh, on New Year's Eve, really. Uh, New Year's Day, we were straight into it at music festivals uh, across New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And we've done a couple of other music festivals since then. Music festivals is now becoming a pretty part, large part of what we're doing. We're almost at a music festival every single month. Uh, now and there's uh, other stakeholders involved in music festivals and that kind of large-scale entertainment scene that will not go to events uh, unless Red Frogs have a team present there as well. And so our team are doing such a great job uh, being led and working through everything that's going on uh, in that space as well. And then high schools. Uh, school's gone back and so our high school program will kick off this year. We're believing uh, that we're going to hit more schools uh, and especially in the regional areas. Uh, we, I've really got a heart, especially for the northwest of WA. Uh, so you read about them in the news most, almost weekly about what's going on in some of those uh, lower socio schools and remote schools and we'd love to be able to get our teams up there to speak life uh, to those young people as well and believe it or not in two weeks we have our very first leavers planning meeting um, which I feel like we were only at leavers like five minutes ago but uh, planning starts for that in a couple of weeks uh, which is really exciting again looking for a bigger team to have a bigger impact not just for stats uh, and to kind of 
pat ourselves on the back, but we believe that we have a message of hope for young people, uh, that we can be the fence at the top of the cliff so young people don't need the ambulance at the bottom. And so my, my charge and my mission is to make sure that our teams are always in the right place at the right time uh, in doing that. And so we're super excited about everything else that's going on. And also keep your eye out for some great celebrations this year because this is the 20th anniversary of Red Frogs in WA. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, they've done a great job. Uh, it's been awesome. I've had the privilege of being a part of Red Frogs for that entire 20 years, uh, as has Pastor Jeff and Rhonda in leading the vision uh, for that here in WA. And so we're really excited to be able to celebrate that massive milestone. And we're going to have lots of different opportunities for you to get involved in that, uh, both a more corporate level, but also at a fun volunteer team level as well. So it's going to be lots and lots of fun. Well, I've got the privilege of uh, speaking and sharing with you tonight. We kind of, we call this preaching. I call it lessons for life uh, or, or things that will hopefully help you. And I believe they're going to not just help you today and tonight in who you are, but tomorrow and as you go back to your, your communities, to your families, uh, to your universities and, and where you study and work. And I know for each and every one of us that there's so many things that we juggle uh, with family and friends and health and fitness and work and study and things like that, but also know that uh, over time there's been lots of different seasons in that space for my life. Uh, most of them have been good, there's been some that have not been so good, but during those times there have been scriptures that have really sustained me and scriptures that I feel that have really kept me grounded but also propelled me forward into who I needed to be uh, at that time as well. And so if, you wanna, if you're taking notes or you want to have a title for the message tonight, it's what I preach when I'm preaching to myself. Uh, obviously, a lot of the time when people get to stand on the platform, it's uh, a message that is for the multitudes. But I think you can speak, I can speak for everyone who ever preaches that you're normally preaching somewhat to yourself along the way as well and learning lots of things there as well. So I want to share tonight about some of the series, uh, seasons and experiences that I've had in my life uh, and some of the scriptures that I've used uh, to preach uh, to myself. And so I want to share with you my very first memory verse that I ever learnt. I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, become a Christian fairly early on in life. I was about six years old when mum started taking us to church. And my very first Bible that I ever got given had this scripture written in the front of it and it was Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. And it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. And not only has that been a scripture that I've kind of known probably for the longest and something that I've remembered the longest, but it's always been one where there's been uh, questions about what's next or direction and things like that, where that mess, that scripture has really come and brought peace uh, to that situation. As I mentioned, Red Frogs in WA has been going for 20 years now and I've had the privilege of leading uh, as a state coordinator for the past 14 years. And a lot of people say, well, how did you do that? How do you, how do you lead something for so long? And to be really honest with you, I don't know. Um, I just kept saying yes. Uh, and when questions came about what was next for Red Frogs or which way we're going to go and things like that, I rested on the fact that if we put God first in everything that we do, he would direct our paths that he will open the doors that need to be opened and close the doors that need to be closed. And I was even responding to an email this week from a young person who was like, I've got a great idea for Red Frogs and they should do all these things. And she was like, can we please meet and discuss my proposal? And as, as, as great as it was and, and how much of a need that it would meet, uh, 
I said to her, thanks, but no thanks. It's not really something that's in our wheelhouse right now. But also I was able to share with her, there's actually lots of other organisations that are doing a great work in that space as well. And so for that way, we can really stay focused on what Red Frogs is doing in the lane that we've been given right now and stay focused in the direction that we're going. And, and that's also for me as well that, you know, it can keep me directed and keep me focused on the plan, the purpose that, that I believe God has for my life, uh, not just in the leadership of Red Frogs as well. And, Another memory verse that I learned pretty early on, and this was thanks to uh, a blue songbook called Salty. Uh, and back in the day, there was these VHS videos that would go around and you could buy them at Kurong and things like that. And it was Salty the singing songbook. Uh, and it was dressed up in this blue, almost like a morph suit. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a few thumbs up and a few nods around the place. Some people are about my age as well. But uh, there was this one uh, song that was in there and it was set amongst this youth camp and they were going on this bike ride up this massive mountain. It was Romans 8, 38 and 39. It says this, For I am persuaded or convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm convinced of that, not just for my life, but for your life as well, that that you are protected, that God is with you, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper uh, in Jesus' name, that God has a divine plan and purpose for your life and that there is a God that loves you, uh, that doesn't want to leave you and wants to be with you uh, for your entire life in that way as well. You know, we have a, um, a saying around here on those really hard days, those tough days, that they're the days we get paid for. Um, I... People ask me what I do for a living and I joke and say that I gate crash parties and hand out lollies to children, which is pretty much what I do as well with the 25,000 kilos of red frogs we distribute right around Australia. But there are some days where they're a little bit harder to kind of get to the end of and you kind of sit back and go, wow, that was pretty massive. Uh, and for those days, the scripture that sustains me, that, that, that kind of keeps at the forefront of my mind is Romans 8 and verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life Life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And I, I, I still cannot fathom and, and I, it blows my mind that the same spirit that on that third day of, of Easter Sunday that we're going to be celebrating in a few weeks time, that the same spirit that on that Sunday morning rolled that stone away and, and saw Jesus raised from the dead is the same spirit that lives in you and I. That same spirit is actually living with inside of us and, and is giving life to us so that we can go and do all the things that we need to do. And so when I hear things like that, I'm like, well, yeah, it was tough, but it didn't take me out. Uh, let's get back up and let's go again and let's actually see what else is there uh, as well. And the, the other scripture that uh, really sustains me in those seasons where it's really tough and there's lots kind of going on is 2 Corinthians 4. And verse 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of our Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body as well. And so those scriptures bring a peace uh, in those times ago. You know what? It may look tough, but let's go again. Let's see what else is out there. And, and maybe there's lots of no's in there as well and there's lots of pushback, but are there some open doors? Are there some opportunities that we can take a step forward in what we want to do uh, and what we want to achieve? 
The other scripture that uh, really uh, comes alive in me and, and uh, speaks into my life is when there's lots of things going on and there's lots of things that, that I feel like need to change or those days where we wonder whether we've made any progress and we're looking at everything that's going on. And that's Philippians 1 uh, verse 6. And it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And being restful in that and finding rest in that space, which is really hard for me, uh, but also knowing that there are things that I cannot create and that I cannot manufacture, uh, that I just have to be a good steward of what I've been given and the opportunities that are put in front of me. Uh, and at some point, God kind of has to do the rest. Uh, and what an amazing opportunity where we get to stop and rest in that and go, well, yeah, it was amazing what happened and it was awesome, but it was definitely God. Uh, because there's no way that I could have done that in my own strength or my own ability. And even some of the conversations that we get to have with young people that are, are at a massive uh, crossroads and, and a decision-making time in their life, I, I know I'm sitting there sometimes going, oh, I really don't know what to say next. Uh, this is way above what I, th I think of know or what is in my knowledge bank. But I know that every single time that I just get this still small voice going, just say this. Just speak this and you're able to say the right thing uh, at the right time at those people and just knowing that we just got to keep on keeping on and stay true to the course. Stay true to the course. Don't, don't compare yourself to what everyone else is doing and, and what their life looks like in different spheres of, of their world. You don't really know what else is going on in their world as well, but just know that God's got a plan for you, that there's a lane for you, there's a direction for you about what you can do next uh, and saying that. And, and even sometimes I look at other people that may be in a similar role to me in a similar kind of industry and I kind of go, oh, it wouldn't be cool if we're doing that. But I go, no, no, let's just stay where we are. God will vindicate us. God will protect us and God will lead us uh, where we're going in that way as well. Another thing that uh, when I preach to myself that, that really speaks into who I am and to my life is those times where you've got to get, knowing, get good at knowing about which voice you're listening to, uh, which voice is good for you uh, and which voice isn't uh, good for you, and when, especially when you're seeking clarity uh, in those spaces as well. And I really encourage you to learn to, to know what that still small voice sounds like for you, what we believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in your life at that time. And sometimes it might be feeling like your gut. They might, you might describe it as your gut. It's that kind of knot that you get sometimes if something's not right or if there's something that's a little bit wayward or off-centre in your life. And so you kind of start to listen to that and go, oh, yeah, this doesn't feel like it's meant to in this space. And maybe this actually isn't the right decision for me in my life right now. And then there's other times when you make a decision and it's, it's so easy. And you're just like, oh, and you just kind of stop and the door opens and you go, oh, okay. You kind of keep walking and then another door opens and you're like, oh, okay, this is all pretty crazy. And you kind of keep going. I know it was a few years ago now when uh, Kai and I had the opportunity to, to purchase our first home and it was kind of a, it was a big deal for us as it is for anyone that's making such a large investment and we were kind of looking at all different things and, and kind of starting the process. And I just said to Kyle, you know what, let's just start the process and when the door closes, that's when we stop. Uh, but let's just keep going. And so we started looking at houses and we put in an offer and then an offer got accepted. And we're like, oh, okay, this is a bit crazy. And then went to the bank and the bank's like, yeah, sure. How much money do you want? And we're like, really? <laughs> okay, well, let's keep going. And then it was unconditional. And then we're like, oh, we're actually buying a house. And 
It's going to settle on this date and we're just like, oh, and we just kind of kept walking in that. But there was just massive, as, as big as it was and as big as it, it was a decision for our family, there was this real peace about the whole process. There was this real peace about just going, yep, no, nah, it's happening, okay? All right, yep, let's just take that next step. Let's just take that next step. But just knowing that peace, but also being aware when maybe something looks really good and really exciting, but there is that check uh, in your gut that you actually stop and go, why am I feeling like this? What is it about this situation or maybe what is it about this person that's causing me to kind of pause and hesitate uh, in this moment and, and kind of just take your time in that uh, and be okay with being restful uh, in that season as well and learn to know uh, the voice of God for your life. And I guess the promise came in John 14 and verse 16 where it says, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the word cannot, world cannot receive because he neither sees him or knows him, but you know him and he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come uh, to you. It's that still small voice, but you've definitely got to make time to actually listen to it. You've definitely got to make time to actually pause and actually let that voice speak to you and maybe it's not a gut thing maybe you can you know some people do the whole when they're trying to make a decision in their life and they're like okay um yep what does this scripture say let us swallow them alive like shoal and whole like those who go down to the pit Maybe that's an answer for someone, for someone's prayer, about your life, about what you need to do next. Or maybe if you don't like it, then you go and find another one. You're like, oh, maybe I'll go back further back in the book. What else is here? Well, this one's pretty good. Romans 1.16. Sorry, CJ. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It is written that the just shall live by faith. And I believe that is definitely a word uh, for someone here tonight as well. Uh, and so, so find ways to, to let God speak with you. Maybe that's through your, your daily devotions or your prayer time and things like that and go, okay, God, speak to me. Uh, let Scripture come alive uh, to me today. Uh, as I'm just walking around, Father God, uh, reveal yourself to me in little ways just so that I know that you're with me, but also give me clarity and give me answers uh, in this space uh, as well. You know, for me, uh, in 2015, it was a pretty uh, interesting year for myself personally, and obviously that flowed into some different parts of my life as well. And uh, our daughter was about... Uh, 13 or 40 months old at this stage, our first child, and um, I'd started um, not feeling great about my life and, and who I was, and I guess some of my thought patterns had started to, to kind of go a little bit wayward, and I kind of, if I had to describe it, I'd kind of describe it like this, that while I had a really good foundation uh, of my life and was, you know, knew a lot of scripture and knew a lot of what God said about me and my life, that in that foundation that cracks had started to appear. Uh, and I started to kind of question things a little bit. But, and when weeds started to grow up through those cracks, you know, when there's paving and then the weeds start to come up, I kind of didn't take the weeds out quick enough. And I let them take hold. Um, and so I started to believe things about myself and my life and, and who I was that weren't actually true. Uh, and started to, to kind of uh, develop uh, anxiety around different situations, around uh, work and uh, social situations and large gatherings and things like that. And, and uh, it, was, it wasn't until someone actually sat in front of me and said, Hayden, I, are you actually okay? 
what's actually going on in your world. There are times when uh, you are so up and so upbeat and so involved in everything that's going on and almost in a split second it's almost like you change and you're upset and something's really irked you and and you're kind of flicking these switches and the things that used to excite you and give you passion don't kind of seem to be doing that in your life anymore is everything okay and that was a pretty tough conversation that I had that I got to have but it was definitely the start of me of a journey of of going to see my doctor um, and sitting in front of my doctor and my doctor's like, well, I think you should go on this medication. And I'm like, but I'm not that guy. I'm the Red Frogs guy. I'm like, I'm the life of the party and I go crash parties for a living and I'm the up guy and I don't, I don't need that. I'm, I'm, I'm all good. And he was like, just take the samples and uh, here's a script. And once you finish the samples, I want you to go and get the script filled and then I want you to go and see a psychologist and I want you to go and see uh, some other people as well. And I just want to kind of holistically look at your entire uh, mental health plan about where you are in your life and actually see you kind of take some steps. And so I went home and it took me another week to start taking the medication because I was like, but I'm not this guy. This is not what I do. And then I took the medication and kind of noticed a bit of a shift and a bit of a change and I was fortunate enough to be able to give him some space uh, with my work and with what was going on uh, with that part of my life so I could really just focus in on me and what was going on and then I finished my this, the sample couple of weeks and was ready to go and fill a script and I remember Kylie was at the chemist and she rang me and she said um so for one month the medication cost $60 and I'm like that is ridiculous I'm not spending two dollars a day on a tablet that I'm thinking is kind of making me better. Don't feel the script. Oh, maybe you should feel the script. And Kyle's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Don't do it. Like, that's a lot of money out of our budget for our family and blah, blah, blah. No, no, feel the script. And there was this whole toing and froing uh, on the phone. And, and eventually I got the script filled and, and started that and went and saw a psychologist and started to put some uh, tools in my toolbox uh, so that when different situations happen and different things came up in my life, I could respond in a, in a different way and actually reshape how my thinking was and how I responded uh, in those situations as well. I uh, got into some exercise and, um, and changed a lot of my lifestyle in that area as well and um, 20 kilos down. Let's keep going. So good. Um, and was able to kind of start this journey of, of developing a sound mind. Um, and about uh, eight months later, I sat in front of my doctor again and we kind of reviewed the whole process that I'd been on and the journey that I'd been on. And on Christmas Eve of 2015, um, he was like, ah, you can stop taking medication now. Um, go and see your psychologist if you, your psychologist if you need to. Uh, but I'm really happy for you to be able to keep maintaining uh, this whole thing uh, for yourself along the way. And the scripture that really spoke uh, to me in that situation and, and my life was 2 Timothy 1 uh, and verse 7. It says, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. Um, and it was such a reminder to me that perfect love does drive out uh, fear as well. And so um, seek clarity for your life. A still mind is, and a sound mind is, what's meant for you. And maybe you've got a similar story to me and you're sitting here going, Hayden, how did you know then? I'd encourage you to speak to someone, uh, to actually maybe speak to a trusted friend or a counsellor or maybe a doctor and actually start the journey of, of healing for your life. Putting your hand up and asking for help is actually not a sign of weakness. 
Uh, it's a massive sign of strength because you've actually traveled so far on your own uh, and done it on your own that your body's like, you know what? We need some extra help in this situation. We need someone else to come alongside you in that space. And so um, if that's you tonight, then I really encourage you uh, to, to speak to someone or maybe you've got a friend in your world that you've kind of noticed is acting a little bit different and responding to situations a little bit differently and the ones that used to be first at sport training during the week or first to run out on the footy field on a Saturday afternoon and now they're not that person and they're skipping training and they're running late to, for game day and things like that. Maybe ask them if they're okay uh, and, and be prepared to listen. And it's, not, it's a privilege to be in those situations, but it's not a burden. Uh, there's lots of other people that can come alongside you and your friend and actually help them in that space uh, as well. But 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. On those days where I feel a little bit self-conscious, and we all have them, guys and girls are exactly the same. We all sit and stand in front of the mirror and kind of wonder what it all looks like to everyone else. And I'm reminded of Psalm 139 and verse 14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvellous are your works and that my soul knows very well. There is no filter that will make you any more beautiful. There is nothing that can, can be done to who you are to make you more beautiful or more handsome. You, as you are right now, are enough. And you have everything inside of you to be the person that you need to be. And so find a way to find peace with that uh, and stop comparing yourself. If that means reducing uh, some of the accounts you follow on, in, on social media and things like that to actually make sure that you're putting good fuel feed into your life so the good things come out of it as well. But that whole that comparison thing is so dangerous. Um, social media is a snapshot. It is a one split second photo of someone's life. It's like you're viewing their whole life through the trailer of the movie, not watching the whole movie. And who knows that sometimes trailers lie. You watch a trailer and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm right. This is it's going on my list. When that comes, I'm going to go see it. And then you go and see the movie and you're like, okay. That was below average. Um, that is social media in a nutshell. Make sure you look at everyone from the, the whole viewpoint and, and ask them their story and know their story. Uh, but know that who you are uh, is enough. Ladies, you're beautiful. Gentlemen, you're handsome. It's all going to be okay. Ephesians 3 verse 17 says this, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ to which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And so on those tough days in front of the mirror, just remember that, that you are filled with the fullness of God in every single area of your life. The last scripture that uh, really preaches to me when I preach to myself and, and uh, this is about hope for others is John 3, 16 and verse 17 that says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son to the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. We believe and, and God believes that life is there to be lived and, but not just to live it out mundane every single day but to live life abundantly in every single area. 
Uh, and I know that for my life, that uh, Jesus has been a friend that's been closer than a brother in lots of different seasons. And I believe the same thing for every single person here as well. Christianity is not a crutch. It's not this thing for broken people to kind of use to get back up again. It's for everyone. Uh, It's something that can come alongside the most uh, successful, prosperous people uh, in the land and actually give them life and life more abundantly as well. Uh, And it's the same for you. No matter what season you're in or no matter where you're at for your life, I believe that Jesus can come alongside you and bring peace to your soul bring peace to your life, that those things that have been concerning you, that the Holy Spirit can come alongside you and go, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But also knowing that if things are going great, that what if they're greater? What if there are other things that that is there for you? And I also believe that for every single one of you, that you're not here by mistake, uh, not just in this building, but you're not on earth by mistake and you're not marking time until whatever happens is going to happen. I believe that every single one of us has a divine plan, purpose and destiny for our life. And I believe that our job as individuals and as a community is to find out what that is and live it out to the best of our ability every single day. And I believe that, that with Jesus, you can do that. Uh, and with being a Christian, you can do that. And so I would love to, to pray with you and in, introduce you to my friend Jesus. Uh, it's not scary. Uh, I don't want to embarrass you. I want to help you. But if I could just ask for, for privacy for everyone here. And so if you could just close your eyes and bow your heads. And if you say to me, you know what, Hayden, this whole thing you've been talking about tonight, about different scriptures and about who Jesus is in people's lives and things like that. And but I don't, maybe you don't know Jesus. Uh, you've never actually prayed a prayer that says, you know what, I want to become a Christian and, and live this life. Then I'd love to lead you in that prayer, but I'd love to know who I'm praying with. And so if you just like to slip your hand up, uh, then I know who I'm praying with uh, and I can lead you in that. Uh, but also maybe you're here as well and um, you were a Christian and you prayed that prayer once upon a time, maybe when you were a child or, or more recently than that. And you know, for want of a better term, life just happened. Um, and things kind of started to look a little bit different for you. And maybe you decided, well, I'm just going to do this on my own for a little while and, and see what happens. But you found yourself back here. You found yourself back in church uh, tonight. And so maybe that's you and you say, you know what, I'm ready to do that. And I see the hand back there. Is there anyone else that says, you know what, I'm ready to pray that prayer again uh, as well for my life uh, for this season as well. Thanks, man. You can put your hand down now. Is there anyone else that wants to, to pray those either that prayer and, and go, you know what, let's do this. Let's become a Christian and let's live this great life and see Jesus come alongside me and, and walk with me and, and anything like that. Is there anyone else? Right up the back there. We want, we're going to pray with these two gentlemen. Lady over to my right, thank you so much. Sorry I missed you before. This is really simple. I'm just going to say a prayer and I just want, would like you to repeat it after me. Dear Jesus, I invite you into my life. I thank you that you're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and live with me forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just want to pray for those people, Father God. We thank you for them. We thank you for who they are, Father God. And I thank you that you're coming alongside them right now and bringing a peace that passes all understanding. And Father, I thank you that as they journey through getting to know you better and reading your word, Father, I thank you that that these things will come to life to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Let's celebrate and congratulate those people. Thank you so much. Well done. If you'd like some more information about uh, Christian living or being a Christian, then you're welcome to visit our Connect Hub after the service as well. Uh, another great thing you can do to kind of really start you on a journey is uh, we have a, 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 a yes text line pretty much. Um, and so you just need to text yes to 0488 826 392. And what will happen is that every morning at 7am, uh, you'll get a scripture and a prayer to pray. It fits in on the screen of your, your smartphone. And it's just a really easy way to kind of not just learn about Scripture, but also learn how to pray uh, as well about different things in your life. And that goes for 30 days. Uh, if you want to opt out, you can opt out on at any time. We do this all in-house. We don't harvest your details to anyone else. Uh, if you don't have access to a smartphone, you can register at yes.metrochurch.org.au and every morning you'll get the same information except via an email. And uh, once that 30 days is finished, uh, you'll get an opportunity to join our 10-day mini-series uh, after that. And they just kind of keep rolling into lots of different things about Jesus and the Holy Spirit and who God is and the Trinity and, and all those things. And I, I love it. I really enjoy receiving uh, the text messages uh, first thing in the morning. It's a great way to kind of start the day uh, there as well. But we've heard of hundreds of people that this has so helped them. Uh, just kind of start that devotional life for themselves. A little bit what Phil was talking about before, about just putting something in place uh, for your life. And so if you'd like to be a part of that, it's totally free of charge, uh, then you can do that as well. If you would like a Bible, uh, if you don't have one, then again, visit our Connect Hub. Our team are out there and they would love to help you. One thing that I would like uh, to do before we go uh, tonight is, uh, obviously it's the start of the university year. Uh, and uh, people are going back to, to either uni or to study at TAFE or uh, even into high school and things like that. And so we'd love to pray for all the students that are here that are starting or heading to uni this year, whether it's your first year, first semester, ready, your, all, your, all your subjects are subject with the codes 1100, um, or whether you're a little bit further down the track in your study and maybe doing post-grad or master's and things like that. We'd love to pray for you uh, as you start uh, the year off. So can I just get everyone to stand uh, with me right now? And why don't we, why don't we pray? If you're not a student, then pray for the students. If, if you're kind of here going, oh, Hayden, but how do you pray? Um, then I, I kind of, this is a real simple way to describe it. It might be theologically incorrect, but um, this has definitely helped people that I know. I just want you to fill your, your heart and your soul with, with what you want for your life for this year at university and while you're studying and maybe the grades you're aiming to achieve or the things that you want to be a part of uh, while you're at university. Just think on those things. Uh, and if you feel really comfortable at the end, just join with us all as we say, Amen. Father God, I thank You for every person here that is uh, putting their, stretching their mind and, and educating themselves. Um, and I thank You that You are coming alongside them, that as they study, God, that they will, they will remember the things that they need to remember and that when they're in exams, that uh, You will quicken the things that they need to know in that space. I thank You that You'll give them peace, Father God, that You will help them with their time management, Father God, and assist them not to procrastinate uh, in Jesus' Name. We thank You that they're going to have a great year. They're going to make great friends and have great community uh, while they're studying this year. In Jesus' Name we pray. Amen. 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 